Hello there and welcome to Empowered Business Woo Woo. Hey, I'm Michelle, I'm an energy maverick, empowered woman, animal lover and business badass here to change things up because you are your business and energy is what matters most. If you keep doing the same old boring business things that are meant for other people, not purpose-led women like you, you're going to get the same old boring results. It's time to up-level, it's time to get that vision that you know can be yours. I just can't wait to inspire you. On this podcast, you're going to find lots of shenanigans, lots of tips and I'm going to keep it really Really short and powerful for you. I would love to have your feedback. You can email me at any time, info at empowermentempires.com. Have fun listening and remember, together we shall rise. Okay. Hey, hello and welcome everyone. I've got Melanie Midland with me and she is a communication expert. Her passion lies with helping us parents communicate better with our teens, and we all need it, right? She's also going to talk to us briefly about communication and how we can use those skills in our business as well as in our personal lives, because we are our business, right? If we're struggling with our teenager and fighting, then our business, I know it did for me when my daughter still lived at home, and we would fight, and then I have to get on and do a client call, and it'd be like, Rah! now I've got to like meditate and you know, get everything gone before I can do my actual work. So first of all, tell us, um, Melanie, why you are so passionate about helping parents to communicate with their teens. I think it's really come from a personal story. Uh, you know, my, my eldest daughter really experienced extremely strong anxiety and depression when she was 17, and she's through that now happening. From that, that time where I really had to work with her, you know, I initially wasn't listening. I realized I wasn't listening to what she was saying. And so when she first started to get sick, I was like, ah, oh, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. Come on, get out of bed. Come on, come on, go, go, go. And then it wasn't until later on, further down the track, and I was able to sit with her and listen with her. And that was one of the things that we learned through her counseling process, that this was a really powerful thing to me for me to be able to do with her at home. So that sort of developed this whole idea of actually listening to people's emotions and just making the space for them to talk and then I started to think to myself oh my god where am I not doing this and I did some training with um, transformations who are an NLP trainer and so I have um, now become a, like a master practitioner and then recently I went on a transforming communication course where we were learning like I've been through the transforming communication course myself uh, in my NLP training and yet this was something where I'm now able to train people so I had a certificate to say that I can train people to be a transforming communicator and the things that I learned in that course I kind of came home and I started fiddling around with my own teenagers you know just like <laughs> practicing when they didn't realize and it's like wow complete change in our um, home family dynamic and then also watching the ripples from that move out into the way they talk to each other like that's that's gold right there like sibling mayhem is kind of um different and you know and then into with their friends as well and the way they approach life because they're they're not using these roadblocks and letting them get in their way and you know the roadblocks like there's actually did you know there's like 12 roadblocks to communication what's what's the biggest one that you that you see in parents well the biggest one that I can say for myself is I think you automatically go into blame when you're trying to 
sort out something like, okay, now come on, why is this not working? What's happened? What's gone wrong in the background? And, and actually, and why do you think we that, fall into blame? Why do you think we fall into that? Well, I think that's what we saw when we were being parented. Right. You know, so it's like this unconscious pattern that just kind of you open your mouth. And I mean, have you ever opened your mouth and let something's fallen out and you've gone, oh my God, I sound like my mum. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, yeah. no, I didn't want it to be like that. And, and you, you, what would you say you is kind the of biggest, what you know. what's the biggest communication mistake we make in business? In business, I think it's not listening properly to what other people are saying, like you hear them and yet you then want to answer without actually necessarily understanding what it is they're asking for. Mm. Do you mean, so this you mean that we're listening you to reply instead of listening to hear? Yeah, and actually taking that step back, sorry, <laughs> taking that step back and understanding so there's like a difference between I can hear what you're saying and I'm listening to what you say and I understand what it is you know so it's actually that process of reflecting it back to people so what I hear you saying is hmm. and it sounds like you are uh, kind of really useful phrases to have in your parent vocab and in your business vocab, yeah. it's in the people. You don't have to agree with them. And I think that's probably often people think, oh, if I'm taking that time to listen, then they, they'll think that I'm agreeing. But you're not. You're just listening to find out what it is that they're saying. Right. Exactly. I, I yeah. can see how that works with teens. Exactly. Because, yeah. we're, because we don't yeah. want them to think that what they're saying is right because often we think it's not, right? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. and, and so then you're just listening to see what it is that they're telling you and what, and make sure that you understand. And then you can restate your need. You don't have to change on that. You might have a need that, you know, your daughter doesn't get in the car with with people who don't have a proper licence or that um, they, they go to a party and if things go in pear shape that they phone you. You can still restate your need. But then you can do it from a place of love more than from a place of fear. And what happens when the teenagers don't abide by those things, like the real big things that are like safety things? What happens then? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a learning opportunity, isn't it? And it's opening the door for a beautiful conversation. And so, you know, you have the opportunity to say, okay, like when all things are said and done, and you hope that they come through it safely, they will have had a whole lot of learning themselves from that. And so then you, you're just going to treat that as an opportunity to have that beautiful conversation with them, the one that leaves them going at the end. Thanks. That was really helpful. I mean, that's just absolute to be on the same side as your teenager when you're approaching a problem is just perfect. I'm, I'm just thinking about the people who might want to work with you, right? Like the, the people that have a problem big enough to, to come and have an expert mm. help them, right? So mm. the teenager is repeatedly not doing it despite having conversations and listening to them. Like what's the next step? Like what's the big gold nugget that you actually mm. help parents with? The big gold nugget there would be that you'd be calling out, there's obviously more than a conflict of needs because when 
you start having a problem that you're working through. There is, you know, one person wants one thing and the other person wants the other thing and they're kind of like needs that need to be met. But if you've got this repeat performance of not having that resolved, then there's a conflict of values. So you actually have to go down a few more layers to get down to that conflict of values. That underneath it all, your teenager might have a belief that doesn't align up with your belief. Right. And then how do you help parents to solve that? How do you help parents to align their values and the beliefs? Yeah, so that is a great question. That's like having that family values that sit at the heart of what happens in your home. Um, So that's where you can call a family meeting and, and say, look, we need to, this keeps coming up. It's obviously not a conflict of needs and it's not a conflict of something that's hidden because sometimes a hidden need is there that you just don't realise it's hiding there. Um, so you actually want to go right down to the conflict of values and say, okay, well, this is what I value. This is why I value it. And, you know, tell me about your values. This is what, what is it that you actually value here? And then, again, you're listening to them with that beautiful listening, you know, that active, reflective listening mm-hmm. that just helps them express it. Because the nice thing is that you don't have to have the answer to the problem for them. Mm-hmm. And you also, you if they don't know it's right, then they will say, when you reflect back to them, then they'll say, oh, no, no, that's not what I mean. So it actually helps them really get their ideas and their thoughts out of their head. And so do you help, so what do you, what is the solution you actually offer? So are you coaching parents on what to say in these meetings? Yes and no. I can do some individual one-to-one coaching with people to get that really sorted in their heads because it takes a long time. Once you become aware of this process, it takes a while to start changing your own thought patterns and your own language patterns that come out of your mouth. So initially what I recommend to parents is that they go through my online course, which is called Teen Talk, and then from there, if they feel like they want to do some more work with me, then they can um, sign up to work with me. And often I'll get parents making the comment that it's not me, it's my partner. (laughs) And so it's really valuable. Like if you're facing big issues with your teenager and you want to be on the same side as your partner, it's really valuable to work through this process with them as well so that as parents you're coming at it as a united front too and it's not a conversation isn't opening up a whole lot of cracks sort of thing. So, so. so it sounds like you give parents the skill set first and then if they need some actual one-on-one help, then mm. that's also available yeah. afterwards. Yeah, okay, available. and what's the difference that it makes in the adult's life? Because let's face it, we all want to know what's in it for us, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like going out into the world, you know, even just the way you talk to your friends, the way you communicate with other people in business, you know, if you're making, if you've got those skills of being able to listen so that people can know that you understand them and then state your needs, that's, um, you know, you're a step ahead of the average person who will just say, okay, this is what I want. Well, if you're not going to give it to me, I'm going somewhere else and I'm taking my toys and I'm throwing them out of the cot. So, so this is, you know, that, that might work for you some of the time, but, you know, in the long term and with having those deep, robust relationships with people that you value, yeah. it's, um, it's not going to get you that far. Yeah. And so um, when you just said to me, you know, listening, like I think 
a lot of women are actually good at listening, but they're not mm. necessarily good at stating their needs. Yes. So do you yeah. cover that quite a lot? Because we're not yeah. good at recognising what we need and saying it, right? Yeah. Like maybe yeah. we need our teenagers not to be like continually coming out of their room and saying the same thing over and over and over until they get what they want. Mm. Like mm. do you, mm. does the course help people to figure out what they need and then what to say and like kind of the whole yeah. process? Yes, so it really teaches you how to state those I messages. Yeah. So that it's just um, they're being stated really non-emotionally. Yeah. Right. And not getting dragged into the emotion of it. So it's just a flat statement. When you, you know, and it's almost like if there was a video camera and you're just recording exactly what happens. So when you keep coming out of your room and stamping your foot and getting mad, yeah. and then you go into the effect on me is... Yeah, and then I feel that. So you know, it's just it's just a little short three step process that once you've mastered that, it's like <laughs> yes, and then you just stick to the one thing. You know, it's like don't be giving away, don't go let them lead you off onto a you know because mm. teenagers are good like that, aren't mm-hmm. they? So boundaries yeah. as well. That, that all yeah. sounds really amazing, Melanie. How can people find out about this course from you? Well, they can go to my website, beautifulconversations.co.nz, and they can sign up there for the Team Talk course. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for listening. It's been my absolute pleasure to up-level your energy today and to help you to rise. Remember, I would love to hear some feedback from you. You can connect to me at any time by emailing info at empowermentempires.com. Have a wonderful day forward and remember, together we shall rise.